the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening and welcome to Contending for the Faith. We're the cutting-edge Christian apologetic ministry addressing the issues and the challenges facing today's church. And we are live. Live for the next hour with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. My name is Gary Bell, and we're inviting you to call in with your questions, comments, and concerns. Our toll-free number is one 888 F O R K F A X. That's one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Don't be shy. Pick up that phone and let us know what's on your mind. Again, that number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. Well, over the past few weeks on Contending for the Faith, we've been talking about guess who's not coming to dinner. Well, in the words of that great theologian Gomer Pyle. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Tonight, you will be surprised and shocked as we begin this new series entitled Guess Who Is Coming to Dinner. So stay tuned to find out this and much, much more, for we are not pretending. We are contending for the faith. Dr. Buckner, how are you tonight? Brother Gary, I'm truly blessed, and thank you so much for that introduction, and you do it better than Gomer Powell. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a man of a thousand voices. (laughs) Amen, my brother. Well, we are uh, delighted to be in the studio again tonight, and we uh, trust that uh, God is going to bless in a mighty way tonight, like he always does, and we thank you for joining us for another edition of Contending for the Faith. and. As Brother Gary has said, uh, this chapter has a lot to do with uh, shock theology and shock therapy. And Jesus was always involved with spiritual shock uh, theology and shock therapy as he dealt with people. And the biggest question was uh, would they listen and take heed and follow to what he was teaching? Uh, So in this series by Jesus in Luke 14... And Jesus uh, teaches uh, two major principles, two major principles. And we're bringing this home because we've been doing this series for quite a while. But uh, Jesus teaches two major principles. And number one, in ministering to the three men with the three excuses that kept them out of the kingdom of God and having dinner with Jesus, this first group refers to the average folks today uh, in the church and outside the church. It refers to the average people today in our world that are laymen and laypersons. So this first group refers to the laypersons of our world today, This these three men. And, and in all of them, we see ourselves. We see all of ourselves, the strengths, the weaknesses, and the excuses. Number two, the second group of people which we will learn about tonight are these religious groups of people, and they are spiritual leaders and in leadership, and these people have religion up to their teeth, and they have religion, 
but not a relationship with Jesus Christ, which also kept them out of the kingdom of God and having dinner with Jesus. You know, there are people today uh, that are into religions. They have all sorts of religions in the world today. But really, when you talk to them and you start to talk to them about Jesus Christ, they know nothing about having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's the bad thing about religion, because it's man-made. It's what man says. But uh, relationship has to do with what God says. It's a major difference between the two. And that's why we need to not get caught up into all of the arguments of religion and cults today. We just need to stick with Christology, dealing with the person, nature, and work of Jesus Christ and who he is, what he did, and what he will do if they accept him into their lives. We need to be aware of these various groups, but we need to not absorb ourselves into all of that stuff that they teach, but just know Jesus. That's what the early church did, and that's what they preached. They preached the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ and the second coming of Jesus, and that he's on the throne, see, and people got saved. They got convicted because of that. Now, the second group, this religious group uh, who had religion up to their teeth, we are talking about people like this today. Even there are a lot of people who are pastors and churches and clergymen and religious leaders, and they uh, they need to make sure that they are saved. All of us who are leaders and spiritual leaders. We need to make sure that you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ because you don't get saved because of religion. You don't get saved because of your title. You don't get saved because of your position. You get saved because you've accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Now, these uh, religious Leaders uh, who rejected Jesus over and over again like they do today. And listen to this. Some of the most heartless and hard-nosed religious atheists in our world today are Jewish leaders and even some Jews. And they have been exposed to so much, not only in the Old Testament, but even today. And the reason why God had taken the nation of Israel to the hoop and disciplined them and whipped them and allowed them to go into slavery and to discipline them over and over and over again is because they had great knowledge about God. And Jesus said, well, much is given, much will be required, my friend. And that's not only talking about the Jews, but everybody who has been exposed to the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you don't take heed to what God has told you to do, he'll take you to the woodshed. And the woodshed is not a good place to go, my friend, because some people go and they may not come out. You may go because God may give you grace to come out, but sometime he'll take you there and you won't have grace to come out. he just take you home or take you, allow you to go somewhere else. So now with both of these two groups, Jesus leaves them both without excuses. I mean, they both with without excuses. He dealt with the excuses of the first group of people, the three men who made the excuses, and they represent the lay people of our day. And now he's going to be dealing with these religious leaders who got religion up to their teeth. And we got people like that today in all sorts of religions today. 
And we have people even like that in our churches today. They got even Christianity up to their teeth, and they uh, they go to church every day during the week, and they are into the work of the church, but know nothing about the work of Christ. And a lot of them on the day of judgment are going to be surprised. That's why Jesus said in Matthew 7, many will say, Lord, Lord, did I not do this in your name? And he will profess to them, I never knew you. Because you don't get saved because you call on the name of Jesus as Lord and Savior. You get saved because your heart is right with God and that you you have a pure heart as he cleanses you and he brings you to true repentance. You know, you don't get saved because of words and those sort of things. And so uh, Jesus uh, leaves both groups without excuses. When he gets through with this religious group, they're going to be without excuses as well. And and even in Romans chapter 1, he talks about excuses and only accuses and excuses and accuses, see. Now, let's look in, into the study, and we are going to be bringing this series to a, a close eventually, but God's invitation, God has always given an invitation to the world. He's given an invitation to the, the, the have-nots and to the nots and to the have-nots and to those who have. And Jesus has always given that invitation. He says, I stand at the door and knock. Man, we got to listen to that door wherein he knocks, and we got to open it up and receive him. Now, this proud Pharisee who invited Jesus to dinner would never have thought of God extending his invitation to these outcast people. Uh, They are the outcasts. And in this chapter, we're going to learn about Jesus reaching out to the outcasts. See, he tried to get to the lay people. They wouldn't listen. And then He's trying to get to the religious folks, and they're not listening. And then he tells them to go to the outcasts, you see, go to the have-nots and go to those who are poor and lame and those who are sick and shut in. And and we get this in Matthew 25. You remember that Jesus said, I was hungry and you fed me not. I was thirsty. You gave me no drink. I was sick and in prison and you visit me not. You see, the real key to ministry is not where you just go to church every Sunday and just fellowship with other Christian people. See, that's not what Christianity is all about because we love to be in that comfortable state where we are around other Christians. But Jesus here in this chapter, and I want you to get convicted about this tonight. In this chapter, you see Jesus moving them beyond the cities to the outer parts of the city and the highways and the hedges and the byways, he's literally telling them to get to Skid Row, to go to the tenderloin uh, of the day, and to go to Hunter's Point, to go to Skid Row, to go to the homeless and deal with those people. See, and Jesus said here in John, four, uh, say Luke 14 and verse 13, but when thou makest a feast... Call the poor, the maimed, the lame, the blind. This type of invitation blew these religious leaders' mind because Jesus is telling them God's invitation includes those whom this proud Pharisee had rejected, see. 
And so Jesus takes the invitation and broadens it even broader than before. Jesus broadens it to the outcasts and the have-nots. And and so the invitation Jesus is doing is broadening it even more, and he goes wider and broader outside the city and the highways. And then he says, the hedges, and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. And we see this in Luke 14 and 23. You need to look at that, my friend, and read it, and you need to apply it. You see, we don't like to hear this type of preaching, right, because we like to be in a place where we're comfortable and around other Christian people. But if we are obedient to the Great Commission, see, the Great Commission, Jesus said, go into all the world and make disciples. And then in... uh, Acts 1 and 8, he says, go to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. That means everywhere where the have-nots are at, we need to go. When was the last time that you went to the areas or the roughest areas of the cities, the roughest areas in this world, to go bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to the prostitutes, the drug addicts, the, the people who are alcoholic and all of that? When's the last time you did things like that, my friend, and and the gangbangers? To go out there and, and get dirty with the other people presenting the gospel of Jesus Christ. There was a church in Oakland. I share this story in, in, in closing. There was a church in, in, in Oakland many years ago, an influence, uh, and a really influential large church. And and there was, uh, they all drove these expensive cars and a whole bunch of homeless people came into that church and sat down. And do you not know the people in that church, when they saw about 10, 15 homeless people coming in, they got up, got up out of their seat and moved over to the other side. And, uh, and then the preacher was so upset by this that the following Sunday he came back to the church and dressed up in and, uh, these torn-up clothes, homeless clothes, and started preaching from Matthew 25. I was hungry. And you fed me not. Thirsty, you gave me no drink. Sick and in prison, you visit me not. Inasmuch as you did it not to the least of these, my brethren, you did it not unto me. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life everlasting. This is a wake-up call chapter. And if you are just reaching out to the rich and the famous and those in your church and not to these type of people, you better get on your knees and really repent because... This is what ministry is all about, ministering to the total person. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. Brother Gary. Well, it's time for us to take a commercial break. Our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you. That number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. That's one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Don't be shy. Grab that phone. Give us a call. We want to hear from you tonight. If you have questions or comments, if you need prayer, we're here to pray with you. Again, that number is one eight eight eight. F-O-R-K-F-A-X. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area Pastor, Lecturer, Counselor, and Expert on the Cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. Once again, our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you. That number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Don't be shy. Give us a call. We're here to answer your questions and comments. Uh, if you need prayer, we want to pray f- 
for you and with you. We always say that prayer should be your first response, not your last resort. Be quick to pray. So we're here to pray with you if you have a need. Again, that number is one eight eight eight. F-O-R-K-F-A-X. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I got an opportunity to sit in the hot seat for Dr. Buckner and talk about FaceTime. And I, I issued a challenge. I said, there's a 30-day challenge. You spend five to 10 minutes every day with God and in God's word. Guarantee it'll revolutionize your life or your money back. So if you've been, if you've been, if you've taken up that challenge, give us a call. Let us know how, how it's going. Is God ministering to you in a different way? Are you experiencing God in a new way? Um, are you, are you hearing him answer your prayers? I mean, it's, it's, it'll change you. So let us know how it is changing you. If that's going on again, that number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. And also we want to begin by thanking everyone who's been praying for contending for the faith. Without your prayers, we couldn't have stayed on the air for so long. We also want to thank those who gave this week, Diane and uh, Ronald, Sandra and Jackie. Uh, we are a listener-supported program, and it costs us 400 a week to stay on the air. Uh, we have enough in our account for two more broadcasts. Uh, so we need your help. This summertime, the summer months are very difficult for ministries, Uh People like to go on vacation and take time off, and we can really appreciate that. We all need to have a time of refreshing. But when you go on vacation, don't go on vacation from your giving. It is so vital that you remember ministries like ours and others that are depending on you to continue to broadcast, continue to do the work the Lord has called us to do, to continue to be a blessing for time and eternity. This is a listener-supported uh, ministry and without your support, there's not going to be anything to listen to, and that's just the bottom line. You don't want to come back from vacation and discover that we are on a permanent vacation, and uh, that's not. We don't want to see that happen. We know that uh, you don't want that to happen too. And I know there are many, many people who have been listening to this broadcast for years and have been blessed by it, but have never ever ever given a single dollar to this ministry. So it's time. God is calling you and encouraging you to step up as he has blessed you. Be a blessing to contending for the faith. It is so important right now that you step up and hit a home run for contending for the faith so that we can continue to be a blessing to you. We can continue to touch lives for time and eternity to talk to you about these important issues as Dr. Buckner spoke on tonight as we spoke about FaceTime in the week's that have passed and, and on and on in years and years of ministry. We have, we have put forth enough gospel to save the world 50,000 times over every week. We never know what this broadcast is, is doing or how it's reaching people because it's far reaching. And we do believe that one day we'll stand before God and he'll tell us to st- turn around and take a look. And there'll be a vast multitude of people. And we'll ask the Lord, who are these people? He said, these are the people that listened to that broadcast when you spoke over those years and their lives were touched and they were brought into the kingdom as a result of this ministry. And you're part of that too. God is going to credit that to your account as well because you're taking the time. You're taking your time, your treasure, and, and your talent, and you're, you're putting it forth for the kingdom and to touch lives for eternity. It's so vitally important. 
that we begin to look at things differently, that the monies that God has given us, has blessed us with, is not just for our own pleasure and our own uh, enjoyment, because he does want us to enjoy things, don't get me wrong, but we live in the richest nation on the planet, and God has blessed us to be a blessing to this world. We take for granted the things that he's given us. We have so much. We have, many of us have 10, 12 Bibles at home. Problem is, we barely pick up one. <laughs> there are countries that don't have Bibles, that are hungry for the word, that, that, are, that are borrowing Bibles. They, they share a Bible among 100 people, and they go home, and they copy a, a section out, and then they pass it along. You know, we don't have to do that. Tomorrow, most of us will sit in an air-conditioned church. We'll listen to wonderful praise and worship. Right? Many people are, are congregating in homes, underground, hiding, because they're being persecuted for their faith. We are so blessed in this country, but we have a responsibility, a responsibility to get the word out. Responsibility, like Dr. Buckner said, do we ever go to the highways and byways? Do we ever think about that homeless person or, or that person that we would normally not consider associating with? God wants us to change the way we look at life, change what's important. We have so many idols, and Dr. Buckner, we're going to talk about that in, <laughs> in just a minute. Amen. But we need to really take a moment, take stock, and think about what is important to God, and does it line up with what's important in our own eyes? We need your help. We need your help. It's time to step up. It's time to... To, to be a blessing to this broadcast, there are two ways that you can donate. One, send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, T-I-B-U-R-O-N, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. The second way is so much simpler. Simply go online. Get on your smartphone, your tablet, your laptop, <clears throat> and go to contendingfaith.org, contendingfaith.org, and click on the Donate button, and you will be a blessing. It's that simple. So we just want to encourage you. Now's the time to give. Now's the time to step up. We need your help. We need always need your prayers. But now is the time to step up and partner with us financially here at Contending for the Faith. Now we have another exciting announcement. Friday, July 29th, from 7 to 9 o'clock p.m., Dr. Buckner is going to be giving a special seminar on entitled Idolatry and Immorality, Two Things in the Bible That Always Lead to the Judgment of God. This is going to be an exciting event. We want to invite you to this. Again, it's Friday, July 29th. From 7 to 9, it's going to be at Highway International Church, 1319 West Texas Street in Fairfield, California. Um, the entire Contending for the Faith crew will be there, Dr. Buckner, myself, and others. We'd love for you to come out, take part, get this wonderful information Dr. Buckner is going to be providing. It's going to be an exciting, dynamic message and seminar. Again, it's going to be Friday, July 29th, 
7 to 9 o'clock p.m., Highway International Church, 1319 West Texas Street in Fairfield, California. The title of the event is Idolatry and Immorality, Two Things in the Bible That Always Lead to the Judgment of God. We see these two things practiced not only in the world, but also in the church. Dr. Jerry L. Buckner will be discussing these things and much, much more. So we want you to come on out. Mark that on your calendar, Friday, July 29th. Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary, for just laying out everything so uh, eloquently and well. And we uh, trust that everybody will take heed to what has been said through Brother Gary. And uh, as he has said as well, we love this program. We are faithful to it. We are committed to it and help us to continue to be able to be here every Saturday and teach. And when we have only $400 left in our reservoir uh, for next week, uh, we need you to step up and help us to get a lot more in there so we can just come and do what we need to do uh, for the glory of God. And we are excited about this lecture uh, coming up. And uh, we want to encourage people to come out, and we know that you're going to be blessed by this and uh, encouraged by it. So right now what we're going to do is get to some of our callers, and I believe we have uh, uh, Cece online. Uh, Cece, are you there? Yes. Can you hear me? Uh, I can hear you. How are you doing this evening? Uh, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Well, we are truly blessed and just fired up about the program tonight, and we trust you got blessed by the Word. Yes, again, if it goes so quick, I really enjoyed it. The spirit led. You always, you always do a good job, and I'm not just saying that to try to make you feel good. Which I, don't have to, I'm, I mean it from the heart. You always do a good job. I know you spend your time with the Lord, and the years have paid off. You know, with with your, you know, studies and and, and experience, and also, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just wonderful always to hear it because I know you break it down really simple, and I know you're a very knowledgeable man, but you make it. Re- for us to understand, because so, I've heard pastors before sometimes, and they're very knowledgeable. Sometimes they, they they use so many big words and things that people can't understand. It's like, well, what did he say? It's like, I can't, you know, and I've heard that before, but you make it so simple, and I, I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much. I believe in putting the cookies down on the bottom shelf so the kitties can reach them. So thank you for those uh, encouraging words there. We appreciate it. And uh, what's on your heart tonight? I know you always have a good uh, question. I have two questions I want to ask you, if time will allow you. If time, if time doesn't allow you to ask, ask, um, answer a question, then I'll just be happy with the one. Okay, uh, the what's first, your first, first one? The, the first question is in Matthew chapter 7. Okay. Uh, I, want to ask, I want to ask you um, if you can, like, break it down for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in Matthew chapter 7, verse 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Why don't you... Read that, and we will uh, try to deal with the best we can. Thank you. Appreciate it. It says, Judge not that you be not judged. For what judgment you judge, you shall be judged. And what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you again. And thus is the reading of the Word. Mm-hmm. Very good. Well, one thing I like about you, you always uh, bring with you uh, your Bible and have your Bible with you, and that's... Uh, Always uh, a good thing, a good thing uh, that we get blessed by with you as well. Well, in a nutshell, what is Jesus saying here when he says, Judge not that you be not judged, for with uh, what you judgment you judge, you will be judged, and with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. 
So, uh, and then he gets into uh, talking about uh, brothers against brothers and uh, accusing them of this and that and removing this out of their eye and so forth. What Jesus is talking about here is uh, a social uh, conflict uh, between brothers judging one another based upon either hearsay or personalities or something that they don't like about the person and uh, putting one person down uh, to make the other person look better and just judging one upon those things. And then it's also a person carrying on a, a personality of self-righteousness because they're judging somebody else based upon self-righteousness. And this is why Jesus says in verse 5, hypocrites, you know, first remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. And so what he's saying here is these people carry on a sense of uh, self-righteousness. And when you fall into the state of self-righteousness, then you you believe that you are more righteous than others and you're also better than others, and therefore you judge others on a lower level than you, and all of us are equal before the presence of God. Now, when you uh, ask people the question, can we judge one another— and uh, yes, we can judge one another, and, and it sounds like it's a contradiction, but it's it's not because when you look at John chapter seven and verse twenty-four, John seven and twenty-four, Jesus says, "Judge not according to appearance, but judge righteous judgment." So Jesus is telling us that we can judge, but we are to judge righteous judgment, not unrighteous judgment. So here in uh, uh, Matthew 7, this is unrighteous judgment, and this is what they're doing <clears throat> because he says, judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. So there is such a thing as unrighteous judgment and righteous judgment. This is unrighteous judgment in Matthew 7. And then in, in, in John 7, it's interesting, two sevens. In John 7, it's righteous judgment. So we can judge people according to the word of God. And we can say the Word of God says this, and the Word of God says this will happen to you, and that's righteous judgment. This person here in Matthew 7 is self-righteous and judging according to the flesh and not the Word of God. is judging them according to hypocrisy and not the Spirit of God. So that's a difference between the two. So put the two together, and when you ever hear somebody say, we can't judge people, well, we can judge as long as there's a righteous judgment, and that's why you put Matthew 7, which is a chapter 7, with another chapter 7, which is John 7. So hold on, and we need to go to a commercial break, and then when we come back, we'll uh, get your prayer request. Hopefully that helped you out. Yeah, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Okay. Well, it's time for us to take that commercial break. Our phone lines are open. That number again is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's 1-888-367-5329. Don't be shy. Pick up the phone. We're still here. Give us a call. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. <laughs> we won't go there. Of course, we can say that the L means to leave alone. Leave it alone. Okay. 
<laughs> While you're ahead. The L means love. <laughs> That's right. So <laughs> our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you tonight. And we have plenty of time left in the broadcast, so don't wait till the last minute before we end to give us a call. That number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. That's one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Once again, we just like to thank everyone who has been so uh, diligent in praying for contending for the faith, and those of you who have been so generous as to give and uh, partner with us financially here at Contending for the Faith. But we need the rest of you to step up, step up in prayer, and step up in your giving. This is a cru- crucial time for our ministry. We've got um, enough in our broad- in our coffers for maybe two more broadcasts, and we don't like to see things get so close to uh, empty. And we need your help. We need your support. We need your financial support. We need your uh, prayers as well. <clears throat> Both are essential to us to continue doing this broadcast. Uh, again, you know, vacations are happening. People are leaving and going away, and um, they're taking a vacation sometimes from their giving. And we c- we need to encourage you uh, to not do that, so that we can continue to do what we need to do. It's your partnership with us. It's, it's your generous financial giving that keeps us going. Let the Lord use you. You know, if God has blessed you to be able to give above the tithe, now is the time to give. There's two ways to give. One, simply address your check or money order to Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, spelled T-I-B-U-R-O-N, California, 94920. The second is so much easier. Get on your laptop, smartphone, or your tablet and go to contendingfaith.org, contendingfaith.org, and hit the donate button, and away you go. You'll be a blessing to us for time and eternity. You will be blessed, I guarantee. Dr. Bugner. Thank you, Brother Gary. Appreciate that uh, information. Uh, we were talking to Cece before the commercial break, and I was breaking down uh, Matthew 7, as well as uh, John 7, making a comparison between the two, uh, a chapter dealing with the unrighteous judgment versus the chapter uh, John chapter 7 dealing with righteous judgment. So hopefully that helped you out, uh, Brother Cece? Yeah, 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 I appreciate it. I really appreciate it. I'm going to be looking over those. Um, I was looking over it already, but I'm going to do some more uh, study on that with, with the help from you and then just going over it. So I appreciate that. Yes, and before we get to your prayer time, because we have also Brother uh, Rick uh, online as well trying to get through. We want to get to him in a little bit. But... Um, what is it that uh, you've asked this question uh, three weeks in a row? And so we're just curious to find out what is uh, put this uh, heavily on your heart. I'm just curious. Oh, the, the second question? The, the first one. The first about, question? About, the, oh. about the, the, judge, the judging. So what, what is, uh, what is, is there something uh, that you just want to learn it, or is there something uh, going on that's relative to the teaching that I'm doing for you on it? Well, it's just been on my heart really strong, and I've, I've been, I've been, I do this every now and then where I'm, I've been going through the book of Romans. I go through Romans 1 and Romans 2 and 3, and, and so as I've been going through Romans 1, and I, I've finished that now, and I've been reading Romans 2, and I was looking at that, and then me reading Romans 2, I was led to Matthew 7. I said, okay, well, these look like these passages right here correlate. And then I was, you know, there was some other passages. And so 
um, it's really, it's been really strong on my heart. You know, I've been discussing this with a friend and, um, I always, you know, I always learned growing up that, you know, I, I heard people say, well, you're not, the, you're not the judge. You're not the judge. You can't judge. And as I've been looking through these scriptures and you affirmed it, I, 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 um, I, uh, believe that this passage has been taken out of context, even, even by, and it's funny because a lot of people, I notice that a lot of times people don't even read the Bible, but once you point out something in their life that they're doing wrong, then they say, oh, you're not the judge. So now all of a sudden they become religious and they want to bring this Bible verse up that we're not the judge. And so I, I, mean, I was dealing with that part, and then I was also dealing with the part of people who are in the church, you know, because I was reading, um, I had looked at a passage in James where it talked about someone comes in, this, you know, this, um, this poor, and then uh, someone that's, that's come in and has money, and they, they offer him a seat, don't offer the other person a seat. I, was, and I was just just look at it a lot of different things, and I actually have experienced this myself, you know, and I, I just think that this has been taken out of context, and then a lot of times people will judge, make a, a judgment on somebody without having all the information as a whole, and they make a, un, you know, they, they make a wrong judgment. Well, that's very true, and uh, thank you for sharing that. Well, what we're going to do right now, we're going to get to uh, praying for you because we got a, a lineup of people calling. But let's uh, we'll deal with your next question next uh, week. But uh, what's, your, what's your prayer request? No problem. I understand. Um, just you can just pray for me and my family, Rosalinda, and then uh, pray for Jamie Fox. Uh, you know, the guy will uh, bring him to save the of Christ, and I know he's going to be doing a movie um, where he's going to be acting like Mike Tyson. So pray for him. And pray for Mike Tyson, and then the, the actor Jim Carrey, and that's it. My family and friends. Okay, well let's let's do that, brother Gary. Um, okay, lead us. Yes, sir. Lord, we just ask that you continue to bless brother CC. Continue to uh, encourage him to learn your word, to spend time with you, Lord God. Bless his family, and Lord God, keep them safe. We just pray for. Brother CeCe's health, that you would touch him from the crown of his head to the bottom of his soul, that you meet every need that's represented in his life. We pray also for Jamie Foxx and Mike Tyson and these celebrities, Lord God, that that they need you too, just as much as we do, Lord God. We pray that you would surround their lives with people that would bring Christ to them as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, CeCe, for your call, and God bless you. All right. All right. Uh, let's go to our next caller. Uh Looks like Khalid, Khalid in, in yes. Union City. How are you doing, Khalid? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Well, we are truly blessed, truly blessed. It's good to uh, have your call tonight. And, and what's on your heart tonight? Uh, what's on my heart is that there's been a lot of bad things going on at school and, like, a lot of bad influence. So I just want to ask you, how do I get rid of those around my school and how do I avoid peer pressure? Okay, and can you give me an example of what are, are the bad things that's going on? Give me some, some examples so I can try to help you with that. Uh, some of the bad things that are going on are, like, drug use. Um, a lot of people just want to, like, fo- follow the bad path and, like, they just don't want to do the right thing, maybe, like, skipping school, uh, goofing around and stuff, cheating off tests, a lot of things like that. Uh huh. Okay. Khalid, can you turn your radio down so we're getting an echo back there? It sounds like your radio's on. Oh, okay. 
Yes, that always helps out. Mm-hmm. Well, well, let me say this uh, to you, Khalid, that uh, first of all, thank you for your call and your courageousness to call in and ask the question around this peer pressure thing, because it's a serious thing in our schools, and it has uh, not only been so serious that, I mean, there has been uh, young people uh, taking their lives around this stuff, so we don't take this stuff lightly, neither should you or anyone else, and... So I think the the greatest thing for you to do, uh, being a, I believe you're a Christian, and you first and foremost got to walk the walk and and uh, be a light in the midst of the darkness, and you got to be salt uh, as a preservative in the midst of a decaying, uh, you know, peers as well as the school environment. So you got to just continue to be strong where uh, God wants you to walk, and because. Uh, and you don't you don't want to get weakened by it as a Christian, and so you want to stay strong and be a witness, and and let Christ work through you, so you can be an influence upon them because you want to be that light in the midst of the darkness. And there are a lot of young people that strong in their faith. You need to be in the Word. You need to be in prayer. You need to be around other Christian people in school that you know of and hang around those people so that they can give you encouragement and that sort of thing. So, uh, you know, do you have some other friends in school that are Christian? Oh, yes. I know. But now uh, I know, like, two or three that are Christians around my school. Good. And you know what a lot of schools are doing now? They're even starting like Christian groups, you know, where they get together with a Christian group of people uh, because they can find strength that way. The other thing is that when you see people uh, doing drugs and, uh, you know, doing things like that, you need to stand tall and, 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 uh, and, and really report that because, if you are around it and you uh, are around that and somebody's doing drugs and you don't say nothing, you can get in trouble and be suspended as well. So if there's alcohol, drugs, uh, immoral sex stuff going on, you need to you need to let the principal know. Uh, that's something very important that you need to do, let the principal know. And then uh, you need to consistently uh, get some counseling, you know, uh, from – uh, somebody in the school that can encourage you as well as your family and your parents because you want to take advantage of them as well. And it's good that you called in because I have a lot of experience in working with young people and these issues as well. So so take advantage of being strong as a Christian. Uh, anything that you see do- that's wrong illegally on campus, drugs, marijuana, uh, anything like that, you got to report it. You got to be strong in reporting it. Stay around other Christian people that are strong because you'll find strength in that. And then, if you're having some struggles with peer pressure and you're getting weak in yourself, that's where you got to get some counseling from a uh, Christian counselor and a youth counselor, preferably from a youth counselor in your church. Because if you go to them and you share with them what you're going through, they can give you a lot of good pointers. But you're going to find a lot of strength of being around other Christian young people because you need that. But be that light in the midst of the darkness because you're in a satanic world, and a lot of schools are not Christian, so you're going to be exposed to a lot of that. So hopefully that helped you out. Yes, it really did a lot. Oh, good, good. I know we got some other people. So uh, you want us to pray for you in a specific area? 
Okay, let's let's have Gary to pray for you right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's so important. I don't know if you if your church has a youth pastor or a youth group that meets on a regular basis. Get plugged into that mm-hmm. because you'll get strength from from being around uh, your Christian uh, youth group. You'll get uh, the word put in you on a regular basis, but you also have to really spend time yourself every day with God and in God's word. It's so critical. And put that armor on like Dr. Buckner always talked about. If you haven't, if you don't know about the armor of God, read Ephesians chapter 6. Uh, it talks about putting that armor on. Read that verse. Put it on every day before you leave the house that God will give you strength to protect you and give you wisdom to deal with these situations, strength to deal with these situations. Because as Dr. Buckner mentioned earlier, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. That's, that's not the enemy. We have an enemy that's on a spiritual level, and you need to begin to understand what you're really up against when you're dealing with this stuff. Amen. Um, so let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for Khalid. We pray, Lord God, that you put a hedge of protection around him and a wall of fire the enemy could not penetrate. We pray, Lord God, that you protect him and keep him strong. We pray, Lord God, that you surround him, Lord God, with Christian influences, that new friends, if necessary, Lord God, that will encourage him to do the right thing, Lord God. Help him, Lord God, to maybe he has to make some hard decisions and cut loose some folks that are bad influences. It's been said that if you want to look at your future, look at who in five years, look at who you're hanging around with today. Are you hanging around good people, wise people, or are you hanging around people that are going to take you down? So it's important, Lord, give him that wisdom, give him that discernment to be able to see character, good character versus bad character, Lord God, and make wise decisions about who he allows in his life. Lord God, we pray that you would just keep him safe. Bless him, Lord God, at home, that his family would encourage him as well. Bless him, Lord God, at his church, that he would have that support from a youth pastor and a youth group, Lord God. And most of all, Lord God, just protect him and keep him safe and encourage him to do the right thing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And I want to recommend a book, too. Uh, Thank you, Brother Gary. That's uh, by Dr. James Dobson, Preparing for Adolescence. So, uh, you need to uh, get that book because it'll be really helpful. You get some good points by Dr. James Dobson preparing for adolescence, and as it you get uh, as you get older. But thank you for your call and God bless and keep in contact with us. Let us know how you're doing. Okay. All righty. All righty. Thank you, Brother Rick. How you doing there, Brother Rick? Is Rick there? Uh, now he is. <laughs> hey, Brother Rick. I'm here. All right. Uh, thank you for uh, your call tonight and for listening in. We have about two more minutes or so, a, a minute or two minutes. Maybe you can say something quickly about how you got blessed by tonight, and then we're going to bring I it got, home. I got blessed by tonight, too. And uh, CC kind of like uh, kind of piggybacks off one of my comments, because it's very common for people to isolate, judge not, and ye shall not be judged, which means keep your trap shut. And that's the wrong answer. Because basically what it's saying is that when we do judge, we got to make, sometimes when we point at other people, three fingers point back at us. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's where Jesus was coming from in that, in that context. And it just reminds us to read the, read the whole context of Scripture before we, uh, before we come to a conclusion. Oh, ab- and, Absolutely. Yes, yeah. you're so right about that. We always have said it many times. Uh, Ori Torrey once time said, one of the prince of preachers, 
a text taken out of its context becomes a pretext for error. Yeah, so it's basically, you know, just have, have, have a sense of context. Most people who, uh, who rail against Christians always use that scripture. They never read a scripture in their entire life, so look at the context before you make a comment. Mm-hmm. And uh, and basically, uh, you know, I, I, it was a blessing the way you broke it down. Well, thank you so much, Brother Rick. We're looking forward to uh, uh, seeing you back next week. And everybody keep Brother Rick in prayer uh, because he's been going through a lot physically. But uh, God's grace is sufficient for him and all of I us. Just say one quick th- I just want to say one quick thing because I relate so much to Khalid, what he's going through right now. And he's very fortunate right now that he reached out to you. Amen to that. Thank you, Rick, for that. And thank you for your call. And God bless you. Uh, we're going to turn okay. it over to Brother Gary now. Knock a home run and knock it all of the ballpark, Brother Gary, for <laughs> Jesus. All right. <clears throat> well, we come to the end of tonight's exciting broadcast. We'd like to thank Vince, our engineer, Frederick, our phone counselor, and you, our listening audience, for being part of tonight's program. It's important for us to hear from you. Your letters and cards are an encouragement to us, so please drop us a note. Let us know how this program has blessed you. You can reach us at Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. You can also reach Dr. Buckner by phone at area code 415-721-1778. If you have friends or relatives outside the broadcast area, Encourage them to listen to Contending for the Faith online at kfax.com. Please keep us in your prayers until next week at this time when we once again give you the opportunity to ask questions, make comments, and dialogue with Dr. Buckner, always with one purpose in mind, to equip, exhort, and better enable you to contend for the faith. And don't forget, you can listen to Contending for the Faith uh, Saturday mornings at 4 a.m. And until next week, uh, be blessed. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.